So welcome everyone to another week with your host Mordechai Weinberger and Harav Nissen. We look forward to this amazing, wonderful program, and we look forward to creating a mental health awareness in the From Kehila. With Siata Deshmaya, we will be able to create the awareness so people can get help and just understand what's going on. That's our main goal. We always have three little requests. Number one, that we should all be aware that this is a program, Emer Tzeshem. Once you ask your question, we will not be removing it or deleting it. So please think ahead before you ask the question. Once it's on, it's on. It's a public forum. Number two, it was for everyone to realize that it is a family program, and that means that we've got children just about the age of eight and up that they are calling in, and we need to make sure the questions that are asked are family appropriate. So I appreciate everyone understanding that. I also would just give the third request to understand that we don't take questions under the age of eight just because they're skills-based parenting questions. But with Siat Deshmai, we look forward to taking your questions and your comments. The number to ask your question is 718-683-5858. That is 718-683-5858. And we look forward to taking your questions and your comments. So... Let's go ahead and start with our first caller. We have Mrs. L. from London. You're on with Mordechai and Herb Nissen on, on jrootradio.com. Hello? Yes, hello. Hi. Um, I'm just coming for myself. Um, I've, been, I've gone through depression like a couple of times for like a long time. And I just feel like now I'm out of it. And much, much stronger myself and much more confident. Um, just to visit to some other people. Just a few things I wanted to say. Um, number one, I just think, like, for other people, depression is like literally the dial turns off. And you can't absorb and you think other people are who are happy and cheerful and light with life are just weird and... Like, what's the matter with them? Can't it face life seriously? Or what's the matter with them? Um, and also, people can say things to you, and other people, for, for other people listening, um, you think you can help them, you want to help, and everything. They can absorb some things, what you're saying to them, and some days they just, they don't know, they don't know what you're talking about, and they're just, basically, their brain is switched off in some part of the brain, and they just can't absorb what you're trying to say. But one day when they're feeling stronger and feeling better, they'll be able to hear what you're going to say. So let's stop for a second. So what's your message? Your message is for the person that's depressed or for the family members? Family members, I think it's, it's very hard. Very often they're struggling, like, what to do with them, what to do with this sort of patient. They're struggling with it. So very often it can come from... The family members as well. Um, my family struggled with it. They don't know what to do with me type of thing. But yeah. if you're basically, your brain is switched off. And I find it's nothing to be ashamed of. It can just be from overwhelming stress. And there's nothing you can do. There's nothing to be ashamed of. I feel like not taking responsibility for a mitter, a bad mitter, but that affects so many other people, is a lot worse than getting an illness because you're stressed. Like, well, I don't see any, I don't see anything, now looking back, I don't see anything to be ashamed of. Okay, so again, what's, I hear two messages, and I want to see how we could put it together. I hear one, you're sort of telling family members, 
let's say, the healthy ones, when they have a relative that's in depression, to realize that if you're speaking and they're not getting it, what do you want them to realize? That the person is depressed so their mind's not able to integrate the information. They can't absorb it. They They cannot absorb it. They can be too angry, too frustrated, or too depressed to use the word, and to absorb what you're saying. You can yeah. talk to them to appear in the face they cannot absorb what you're saying. Just give them encouragement and encouragement and a listening ear. No yeah. more, no anything. Amuna, I think Amuna is sometimes there, but you, it's like you, the light is off. The, light, the room and the light is off, but it doesn't mean that. The only way I can describe it is like there's a chair there, but the light is off, so you don't see the chair. So, like, I'm going to be talking might be there, like it was there before, but the light's off, so you can't, you can't, can't access it at all. You can't, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe to some extent, when you're healthier, much better, it's still there. The chair's still there. The light's going to switch on again. Yes. And another thing, um, I think the very often you need to support outside the family, um, you can go to therapy once or twice a week, but Shabbos and Yom Tov especially are very, very big struggles when you've got nothing to distract your mind. Um, and very often a phone call just to someone else, just to unload and let the person just clear you out again. Um, but I think the family member, I think it's too hard on a family member to, to take the weight and the strain of someone who could be in the house or very close to them. Yes. Now let's clarify this. Let's first let's first repeat what you're saying. So what you're saying is that if a family member is struggling, if you're opening up to close family members, it could be too much of a strain for them. But if you open yes. up to a friend, it won't be a, such a strain on a friend. Correct? They can go close the door, put the phone down, and bye-bye. They're not living with it. A family member right. can be living with it, and when they're downloading mm-hmm. constantly on a family member, they'll pack up when they need. You know, when you're needed as support more than okay. Passion. And then along those lines, now let's create the awareness because I just need to be the therapist that also balances it with others. And that is, if you're a friend and you feel you're taking the role of a therapist instead of just a listening ear, or if you can't hang up, then don't take the calls because that's not right to I, yourself. I'd love to hear you, but I can't hear you any. Like I can't at the moment. Okay. That's right. I'd like to hear you, but I can't hear you now at the moment is a healthy thing to say. Yes. And I think the cheapest way for um, getting your children help is for yourself to go to therapy. Oh, can you so, share that? How I'd love to hear. How does that work? I say that all the time, but therapy. coming from someone that experienced that, how do you find that the cheapest way of going to therapy for your children is going for yourself? What changes when you go for yourself for therapy? Everybody else. Good, so go ahead. Just put more words to it. I know that. I'm the therapist, and I do it all the time. But people need There's to hear it. It's a lot more. For you. The children are desperate for you in some way or another, and some, there's some blockages. And they're just going to ask it for cra- in different ways and crazy ways. So you'll put one kid on medication, one kid goes for this lesson, that lesson, that therapy, that therapy, and then the next kid will ask for it in a different way. Meanwhile, mother, go to therapy, sort yourself out, and... Learn to connect to your children in a way that they're craving for, and the other kids will be fine. The kids will be Excellent. fine, the kids. Excellent. So when you give yourself help, the children that are asking for stuff will be able to finally take care of themselves. 
yeah, you'll be able to look after the children like you're meant to, and you'll be a healthier mother. Yes. Otherwise, Sounds you'll have fantastic. one kid after the next going to therapy. When Sounds fantastic. And, just... and that's all. Excellent. Thank you for all this information. You've stayed up so late, and you've shared this great information, so I really thank you for it. And depression does go. It, eventually, it does pass. Yes. Well, depression Daniel, does pass. Goes. But it goes a lot more. Depression is very workable. There are lots of options out there. There's different types of therapy modalities. There are different types of even medication. There are vitamins. There are so many other steps out there that can be done to deal with depression. Depression can be healed. It can pass. Yes, it can. Thank you. And that's all. Thanks very much for your program. You're very, very welcome. And the number to call up to ask your question is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And we look forward to taking your questions on jradio.com. We are going to our next caller, Miss T. You're on with Mordechai and Harav Nissen. Yeah, hi. Yes, hi. Um, so a lot of times you say that like you shouldn't... Or like you, you say, you see that like unhealthy people that are too this and too that, or like extreme of something like too loud or too too shy, too giving, too like whatever extreme. So mm-hmm. I want to know what about like natures and personalities. Like some people are just like that. Let's say all the unhealthy quote unquote people go to therapy, then everyone's just going to be the same nature. Wow. Right, let's let's take one step. Ravnison, can you address this question? He Sorry. must be busy taking some Hello. of the callers. Yes. Yeah, uh, Yes, I'm, I'm with you, right? Yes. What the question? Good. Would you be able... This girl is asking a question that I always say that if you're too extreme in any way, then it's not healthy. She says, but if people aren't going to be extreme, then everyone's going to be exactly the same. No, it's, first of all, I would say that it's not true because <laughs> each one is it's different midot, you know, Kadosh Baruch Hu created us in a different level. As we say, the, not one fingerprint is equal in all the uni- all, all this globe, this blue ba- marble, what do you call it? This world, you don't find a same exactly frin- uh, uh, fingerprint. So we are different, and each of us is a different, uh, I would say, um, level of extremity and a, a level of medium. And this is like the, the our Chachamim said all the time is it's Zav. And definitely yes, you have one thing that you have to overcome. It's about the bad mito, the bad things that you you know, we know that uh when we create it, each of us has its own task, as a trial in life life. Some people as a trial about money, some people trying about other you know, physical uh, um things and each one of us is a different and that's what we have with when we have the difficulty is to work on it and uh and all that the chachamim said it's we come if we change one of our midah is it's it's achievement and it's nothing to do with extremes that they say no we are they we trying to to work on on a shvilazav in the golden way in the middle and certainly, certain stuff, you have to go a little bit overboard if you want to achieve something. But again, it's your personal personality. It's not somebody, you, you cannot compare you to another person. It's no such a thing. 
you if you feel that you if somebody feels that you are extreme on what just you, that you have to check yourself you know i i want to tell you uh, uh, Mordechai, i just i, I know sure. that uh recently uh, i i spoke about i spoke about it and we spoke about it in the radio quite a few times about how is the creator ibn shalom create us with a kind of brain that we all right <laughs> with rethinking well right you know i had a, a, a interview with a lady she wrote a book and very interesting book and she said that she's talking about the israeli palestinians issue conflict and she said that she she's from england and she has a lot of friends from the university highly highly logical people you know people that really are you know working with the brain all day you know researchers yeah. But when it comes to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, it's amazing. Everything is, is evaporate. Yeah. It's no, no, no logic in this issue. And even if she said, you know, you see the numbers, see the black and white, no, not. So this is the beauty about, you know, I, we read last Shabbat, the Haftarah, about how people create their own gods, you know, from, 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 uh, from tree, from wood. And after they taking it and burning and use it to the coal as a wood to, to, to do the stacks, the meat. And yeah. this is ridiculous to think this, this is my God, this is my God. How can people, how can a smart people can think about it? But this is the beauty about being a human. This yeah. is Kadosh Baruch Hu created us. It's not so thing that tell you that if you are over extreme or medium, you cannot do nothing. You achieve if and you if you are and the, the low level. What is low level? Moshe Rabbeinu was the lowest of the lowest. Enough the Baravim. He never come no 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 touch a, a, a fly as we say. Yeah. And he achieved plenty. Right. And, yep. and what about like, well, all, like so the, so do you understand what this is very very simply said that all when we're, all we're talking about is for the people's extremes, not to do extremes which hurt others around us and many times ourselves, but as well, but we also remain with our different identity, with our own u- unique fingerprint. Right? You understand what he said? Yeah, and let's say like in a class setting, there are always these quiet girls and loud kids and leaders and whatever. Like, they're, they're all unhealthy? Well, notice, notice when I use the word extreme, I talk extreme unhealthy. So can you think of all those girls in class, which one of them challenged the teacher, speaks up at the wrong time, is the one where the teacher says something and they don't listen, or challenges a principal in front of the whole class? Do you call those girls healthy? Yeah. You would call that healthy or unhealthy? Oh, unhealthy. That's right. So a girl that has personality, a girl that's quiet, if she's happy and calm within herself, And if the girl that's got personality knows how to remain quiet and respectful at the time that's supposed to be quiet and respectful, and the girl that's quiet and respectful knows how to express her needs when it's needed, then that's called balance. Right. So I'm referring to, when we say people that are not balanced, we're referring to those that are being chutzpahdik at times, they can't hold themselves back or those that are too quiet that they really want to defend themselves, they want to say something, they want to say stop, or say I want something and they can't do it because they're so afraid to express. Those are the extremes that we're saying that can use a little help. 
Okay, thank you. You're very, very welcome. I greatly appreciate that. And the number to call up is 718-683-5858-718-683-5858. And we are going to go to Ms. Y with the parents' permission. I I want to apologize to all our dear listeners that I know that uh, our phones lines and the listening lines are crushing. I really, you know, just take take a patience, you know, just be patient about us, about us, and really the the seven one two is overwhelmed, the seven one eight is almost overwhelmed, and and the, the internet and all this. Bo Hashem, thanks God, thanks to you. So just a yeah. bit patient, okay? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, great. So we go to Miss. So we're Ms. going y. to Miss Y with the parents and with, with the parents' permission. Great, and again, the number for everyone listening to call up is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858, and in case you're not getting through, just call again. I have to call several times to get through. Just call. We really do want to take your question and hear your comment. Yes. Ms. Y, you're on with Mordechai. And Ravnis? Hello? Hello? One second. She she's bullying. Ah, uh, there we go. Hello. Yes. Why? Yes. Yes. Hi. Can you say it again? We weren't connected when you were speaking. Okay. I have a girl in my class. She's a really bossy girl, and she's bullying another girl. And I really I really feel bad for the girl that she's bullying. So let's bullying. get it. So there's girl A that's bossing girl B. And your girl C, right? Yes. Good. So what's and what's your question? Um, I, 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 she, I, I want to help the girl. She, he's, he's bullying her. Okay. Does that girl ever deal with you? Does that girl ever challenge you? She's a quiet girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's go back. Does A, the girl that's bullying girl B, does she ever bully you? Mm, I don't know. There's a reason why I'm asking. I'm wondering, are you worried about what she's doing to B because of B, or is she worried that she does it to you too? A few times. Yeah. What do you do when she starts doing that to you? How do you deal with it? Um, I, I'm ignoring her. And what happens when you ignore her when she starts teasing you or says things about you? She walks away. So she walks away. Okay. Now, what would happen if you would teach this girl to do the same thing? You would teach her when this girl wants to get close or she wants to bully, let's just ignore her. That's what I do. What would you think would happen then? I think the girl doesn't know that she is bullying her. She doesn't... Oh, so B does not feel that she's being bullied by, by A? No. How just how doesn't she feel she's being bullied? I don't know, because she, she doesn't talk of it. She's quiet. Okay. So she doesn't talk about it because... Because why? 
she doesn't know of it. She doesn't know of it. Okay. What would you say is the next level? So you want to help someone that isn't aware that they're being bullied. Maybe if they're not aware, why would you want to change it? What? You're, I feel we got to take a step back. This girl, do they want to get help that she has an issue? Do you yes. get what I'm asking? Yes. No, what I'm hearing now you're saying is that you have a very open heart. You're seeing different people with different problems, and you want to help them. Yes. Correct? So what can we do to ease you up that you don't need to feel it? You don't need to know exactly what's happening by others. No, everyone has their own mazel, their own chachma, their own parents. And they will go. They will help themselves. If you would like, no, that's where I'll focus with you. And if you are concerned about the bullying, here's where we tell those in responsibility, those in the responsible roles. So where we tell the parents, for an example, or in your case, you would tell the teachers. But I want to focus more on you. Can you realize that Hashem gives everyone their avoda, their things that they're going to need to work on, and those subjects in which. They, they're going to have to work on themselves. So let's go take this girl. If she's not even aware that she's being bullied, this is part of her job, to figure that out and to learn it. Now my question to you is, what can we do for you that you should be relaxed and easy, even when you see others have their difficulties? Maybe go safe. Maybe do what? Now for a teacher. I didn't understand you. Can you say it again? Maybe you can tell. Maybe you can tell what? A teacher. Good. That's what you'll do about the girl. But now I'm changing the subject to another subject. What about you? What can, can you do for you to not see all the issues going on with everyone else? That means if every person in this world's got an issue going on, Okay, how can you sort of start learning to wear shades that not every issue that you see you're going to help? What? Okay, let me shift it back to you. The question is as follows. Um, Just I want to remind the number for people to call up. Number is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And now, let's go ahead and understand, let's go take go back to your question. Okay, if you, let's say you see this girl is being bullied, but she doesn't even see it. So do you see how by you seeing problems by her, you're giving yourself a hard time? Yes. Now, my question to you is, what can you do to not see this anymore? Walk away when she's doing it. Do what? Walk away when she's doing it. Walk away when she's doing it. That's right. Yes, that's one option. And then you can tell the teacher, I noticed it. And you can tell her maybe a second time, I noticed it, but not a third time. Now, it's right. That's girl's job and the teacher's job. 
to make sure that the girl is safe and it's taken care of. All right, so what I want you to realize is, imagine me, I'm a therapist, and I could notice a lot of stuff. If I go to a place, I can pick up many times what people are feeling or some of their difficulties without them saying anything, because this is what I do all day. I have a way that I can shut off this therapy mind that when I'm with friends or with family members, I'm just being me, not the therapist's brain. And the benefit of that is that I don't get overwhelmed. Imagine wherever I go, I'm going to notice people's weaknesses and how they have to get better. I'm, I will have a difficulty just being me, just being around people. That's why I'm trying to share with you this concept. How can you realize, and like you said, maybe just walking away, so not being around the person that's having that difficulty is an option, and you don't want to just walk away and not help her, so therefore you had this great idea of going, telling the teachers, now you did what you're supposed to do, and now you're going to learn how not get caught up into other people's issues. This might be something that this girl will have to learn. Okay? okay. Very good. And again, the number to call up is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And we look forward to taking your questions and your comments. Again, the number is 718-683-5858. And we look forward to taking your questions and your comments. Harvnissa, what would you say to this girl? That uh, I have to learn to, to learn, you know, to, to to learn to see the. I would say, let's put it uh, in a simple uh, way. I'm trying to think about it. That learn how to. I don't know. To, I don't want to say ignore, but many times our assumption about other people, it's it's not so. And you said that this this your friend uh, doesn't feel it, you know. Maybe maybe you talk with your friend, the quiet girl, and see what she feel about it. Uh, but uh, I, I would say I would say that what Reb Mordechai said is what it. Take a look about yourself, and I, I don't want to say the word bossy or something like this or feel about other people. It's very nice that you are very sensitive, but uh, look look sometimes. Uh, uh, you know, feel that to close the ears and close the eyes, it sometimes it's good without, uh, you know, losing the sensitivity. Correct, Mordechai? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So we want to, yeah, we want to be able to talk it over and discuss it instead of not seeing it. Yeah, great. Thank you. You're welcome. And you. I want you to know, let's go with a little bit, because I know your age, because what you said... I want you to know I can't believe your age. It means you sounding so much older, you're sounding so much more mature. You are so you are so aware able to hear it and you're caring. These are all major, major, major mitos and kaichas that you have at such a young age that it's amazing. I'm I'm truly amazed by it. Thank you. Yes. Excellent. Good. So we are going next to Ms. Mrs. S. You're on with Mordechai of Nissen on jradio.com. Hi. Yes, hello. Um, okay, I'm dealing with a fearful nine-year-old. Now, um, she is afraid to go to sleep at night. She keeps on waking. 
And she's also, unlike even during the day, she's afraid to go upstairs herself. She doesn't want to go to school. I assume there are fears in school that, are, that, are, that she's dealing with. How can we help her feel more at peace with herself? Well, let's take the two famous questions that I ask all the time. First one is, which one of the parents have anxiety? And second of all, if they would say none, what story happened to trigger this fear? Because a healthy child, anxiety is something that's taught with the mind of certain ways of thinking, or a parent has it, even though they think they're healed, but the proof is that there's still parts that wasn't if it's still going on many times. Not all the time, but many times. So let's okay, start so, with the so, first so question. So the answer is none. And the parents don't have any anxiety. Okay, then what happened in her life that she's afraid? Um, so, so it could be. It could. There was one story where um, there was a taxi driver banging at our door one night, and he almost tore the door the door down. So wait, that, say that, that again. Was, Who that was, was knocking at the door? The Can you repeat that again? Who was it? A taxi driver. Was a taxi driver would knock on the door. And, yeah, yeah. He he almost tore our door down. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we we called her there, and it was uh, it was a it was a story, and it was they they, they were still, you know the kids were all scared afterwards, but they all um, you know we we spoke about it, and they all were able to go on with their lives except for this one, and mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if it was linked to that. Could be, it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible that it's that it's linked to that story. All right, possibly. So if that's the case, then you just need someone that has a little experience. And to just give some of the tools, to give her the ability to talk about it, to be able to identify some little points. It's not about talking. It's about what are some of the points that are affecting her and then giving her some of those tools which will work right with her. Now, to be able to find out what's going on in her, there are different methods that therapists will use for children. And even nine-year-olds are a lot more expressive, which can make it much easier. So there's play therapy. There are various coloring, different objects. There's like the sand tray method where you're using different types of objects in sand. There's a lot of different tools out there that can help her and to understand. But before we suggest what to do, we first need to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. What We want to know, is that it? We want to know all other stuff. I would ask well, you how... I, I, I tried going into her mind. I tried to... Um, I asked her to make me a list of what she thinks that night. What does she think at night, like when she wakes up and she and she's positive she won't be able to fall asleep again. She does have an issue. Um, so, so she told me she thinks there are monsters hiding in her closet. She thinks there are monsters hiding under her dust truffles. So all that. So, so we we opened the doors and the dust truffles and 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 we made her look inside and she knows there aren't there are no monsters there. But still, it's just she's not at peace. So let me go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to ask you to do this because this can be a little out of your expertise. But you see, a therapist will address some of those, but we go a lot deeper. And if we know there was a traumatic story of that time when people were in or not in or banging on the door, and what is happening is we would be going to that incident. Tell me, do you remember the story? How did you feel? What were your fears? What could also make you feel secure? So you used one step of the solution, which is actually showing her there's nothing there. And that works very well for the cognitive and for the logical part of the brain. But there's a subconscious part of the brain that she's afraid of. And for that, you need experience how to deal with that. 
So do you know how to reassure the subconscious like with objects? No. Right. So that's general. Right. So you did great cognitive therapy. It was a great awareness to show her, look, there's nothing to be afraid of. And sometimes it works with children, but most of the time it doesn't. Children sometimes need a couple of more skills with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, right. so you're right along the right path. Recommend or I should just, um... Relief. I always recommend call relief or call your child's uh, school and find out who's someone that they have good experience when the kids got fears. I'm also uh, a believer in calling schools. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate your help. You're very welcome. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Thanks again. Sure. Have Excellent. And then you're welcome. Yes, and the number to call up to ask your question is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And what I would like to create the awareness from this last caller is that you see here, Rosh Hashanah, we've got two parents that are healthy, that, yes, there was a traumatic story, and all the other kids weren't affected by it. Only one kid was. So for that one kid, then you go ahead and you find and you speak to the experienced therapist. But look how well and how successful that parent, those parents were, that they were able to work it out, discuss it with the kids, and it made it much, much easier for everyone. And they were able to move on and just be at ease. So again, the number to call up is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. And we look forward to taking your questions and your comments and also to be aware that in case you're not getting through, it's okay. Understand that it is normal with what is going on. We've got the phone lines are all very busy, but um, there's some some technical stuff getting it ready. However, we're here looking forward to taking your comments and your questions. So the number is again 718-683-5858, Yes. Five eight five eight. And if you want to text uh, your question, it's three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. And uh, you know, uh, Mordechai, I wanted to ask this mother about if, if before the event, how the kids was behave. You know, this is something I I don't know. It seems like a too too strong. Uh, like it could be that it's no. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's a lot. There's a Is lot it? there, and yeah, I was choosing sort of not to challenge the mother. I was going to go with the, with the awareness that it just developed later, and like, what's the story? And sometimes can be kids can be very scared of such a story. It does make sense. It makes sense a lot, you know. It makes sense. Sure. Also, definitely. Yeah, this taxi driver, whoever this comes banging down the door, almost knocks it down. Yeah. Whatever was happening, yeah. it, uh, it definitely could be fearful to children. <laughs> They, they they know now the taxi driver, but before I don't think that they knew that was the exactly. <laughs> it's and uh, it could be a lot of uh, you know with all the news around us and all these terrorists and all this stuff can put it can add to the a spice to the to a traumatic event. That's right, and I also didn't ask the mother about how long ago did the story happen. Yeah. Is it progressing? As you said, did the girl was the girl afraid of monsters or things like that earlier, before that time? So again, just reminding everyone the number to call up to ask your question is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858, and we look forward to taking your questions and your comments. 347-927-8398, anyone that uh, cannot reach our phone uh, line, so can uh, just uh, text us the, the question. And again, uh, I know that uh, 
the time is running. So, but uh, we are close to Pesach, and I know that we spoke about it last right, week. Right. Let's go talk about Pesach yes. a little. About yes. some of the stress, being aware on the focus, the important parts of Pesach. That's that's very important. Yes. So let's go ahead and talk a little about it. If anyone's got questions, let's start just repeating over and over the same basic information that every Jewish normal human house goes through. And that is, there's always more jobs than the mother can handle. There's always more tasks that the father's got to balance. It means regular work, and it's always a busy season before they got to take care of that A. And then you've got the next step about where you're worried about just helping out the house plus the financial part. Then you've got the teenagers where they're off of school and they want to help out the parents, but at the same time, they also want a little space for themselves. They want to go shopping. This is that they want to spend more, go more. And they might make up with friends just at a time when the family needs them. And they're feeling frustrated because they're looking at it as time off vacation. But it's not spring vacation. It's actually cleaning help. That's why the girls finish earlier. Or And let's take the boys, the Bachram. They also want to have now their time. They learned hard. This is their Benazmanim. But at the same time, the balance to recognize is your parents also need your help. So there's no reason to just have the girls kill the potatoes. There's a lot of things the boys can do. First, like do the svarim, which is the classical stuff, but schlepping, if there's tabling, if the mother needs someone just to go to the grocery three or four times, that's normal. You need to go schlep, take something outside, do the car if you need to vacuum the car, whatever it should be. One of the points that I find the easiest to help a family work itself out is if the parents would be able to tell, let's say, the boys or the girls, I need two or three hours of your time a day. It's a block. Or you tell them specific jobs. I want these three, four jobs done today. And each day you give them different tasks and jobs and tell them once your job is done, then you can go around, then you can have your friends, then you can enjoy. It works out so much easier. Sometimes a family that I know just works. I'd rather, the, let's say, the, son, the sons and the daughters, the teenagers, to help us out for three days. So saying these three days, your hours, you can go with your friends after 7, 8 o'clock, but then for two days, I want you completely with us, just doing what I need, and I don't want you going with friends. So it's easier for that parent to say, I need to know all day you're here. And one of the points that the parents tell the kids, the teenagers are, part of the goal that I want of you is just to say, yes, ma. Or yes, ta. Not questioning, do I have to, do I not? You can have two days with your friends, or six hours with your friends, or five hours with your friends, but three hours, what I ask you to do, just say yes. And when teenagers know ahead of time, it makes it much easier for them. What do you say to this, Rav Nissen? 100%, you know, this is what we're trying to do with our teenagers also. Yeah. It's very important that uh, the kids will be participate. In the in the act, you know, uh, before before your show was the kashrut uh, on uh, on air, you know, with Rabbi yeah. Wickler, and uh, uh, we had the guest the the guest from uh, OU, and we spoke about the idea of uh, what happened now recently in the you know statistic now they're talking about three hundred thousand people going to Pesach today to uh, hotels. Wow, that uh, huge numbers! It's it's a huge number. It's a huge number. It's a huge money. It's huge. So, but spoke about the 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 idea to do a seder in hotel. Spoke about it that somehow, and he gave a beautiful story. And I I really I'm not I'm not a good storyteller, but he, he gave a storyteller about one of the Hasidim 
that used to, uh, I think, the Baal Shem Tov uh, Hasidim, that he went to the river to collect the water, you know, for Maim Shelanu, you know? Yeah. And in the way, uh, he carried the bucket, and in the way back from there, the, he saw a rich man with a wagon, you know, come, oh, there are Moshe, come, and I'll, I'll, I'll take you. I said, no, no, I, I'm not going to... Uh, why? Why? It's so, it's, it's, so I told him, I'm not going to share mitzvah with the horse. This is my uh. mitzvah. And the idea that's really, uh, you know, we're coming to, to the point that I, I see it in, in my life, I see it, you know, in other, my friends, that we're losing somehow. And again, I don't, I don't have, if people cannot do the seder or this in the houses, it's good for them. And it's very important that, you know, they can release the pressure from the, the, the wife if it's possible. But I think that it's, it's all, the whole idea of Seder, for me, is sitting with the family together and transfer it and not be dependent on a waiter or an, an, an exterior chef that I become edgy. That where's the food? Why is the food coming? It's not warm. And you know, all this kind of nonsense because we, I paid and I have, I have the right to be right. Yeah, you understand? Working it out, of course, if it's hard for the mother and it'll be tense and anger, then that's something else. And sometimes you have big families getting together that you can't do it. You have some, many times you can have 40, 50 people where they can't put everyone in one house or two houses and prepare all the food. But you're just sharing, for those that are staying home, let's recognize that we want to make it a beautiful Pesach memory experience. It's in the house. It's singing. It's you doing it at your own pace. You're not being rushed. You're not being pressured. Right? Yes, this is definitely. It's, you know, it, and I tell you, the first seder, I, I don't know, I mentioned it a few times, the first seder, I almost, I mix my wine with uh, grape juice because I, I feel that it's too... A uh, long day and it's too a uh, war, you know, tiring. And m- for me, wine is make me uh, tired. <laughs> so yes. Uh, so I I don't want to sleep in a seder. I just I'm wor- so I'm, I'm mixing it with with uh, grape juice, and like this I can stay awake up to up to the shira shirim after finish all the the and helping my wife and my family cleaning up the seder because I don't want to get up in the morning and everybody everything is mess. Yes, yeah. I just want to remind everyone the number to call up. We've got no availability to ask your question. The number is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And you are listening to Mordechai and Rav Nissen on jrootradio.com. So we are looking forward to taking your questions and your comments. We have now the availability. Again, dial 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. Now let's go ahead and deal and discuss two minutes about a topic. What happens when you have a child that's got a bit of a difficulty or a teenager that has a bit of a difficulty of missing? Is this the time to start doing chinuch? Is this the time to start putting him or her in their place when the parents are tense, when there's so much happening, so much juggling? The, uh, the, you know, definitely not. It's, it's not the time and no time to, to come and become, you know, first of all, who, who we are to just to come and the you know uh, preacher and this you know that everybody is under tense you know and I'm telling you it's become the sometimes people telling me that 
It's so tiring to come to said It's all, all months, all months is working out and out, you know, to prepare this night, this week. And, and when we are tired or angry or angry, you know, especially angry, we, we, we cannot control our, our temper many times, you know. So this is have to, to, to learn how to, how to teach ourselves to yeah. behave and you know so and if especially when you go to other people's house or you have guests in the house try to think about the other side of the table try to think about no, don't embarrass your kids don't embarrass your 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 wife don't embarrass the the, the host because even try to you know to overcome your midot it's very important it's 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 a night of of breaking the midot taking out from avdut lechirut from slavery to freedom, and slavery is part of our economy dot, you know? Yes. So let's even take this concept that's extremely important that you're saying, and, you know, people, and we were discussing about how hard and how stressed it is for people. I've been getting messages over the last probably week of people that, let's say, took the workshop of Stress to Inner Peace, people that are listening to us now for a couple of years, and what they're sharing is actually how happy the Pesach coming in means yes it's hard there's no doubt when something is hard it still takes energy however when you're aware of it there's a calmness and there's an easiness in your life and you're starting to see it as a positive experience and you're feeling it and you know there's a concept of positive psychology that we where we talk about how how stressed it is and how we want to be you know we should be easier what we also want to focus on is that it is enjoyable you've got mothers that are baking together with their children with their daughters and that's positive. You've got fathers and sons that they're going out and they're either toiling or they're picking up stuff. They're sometimes sending the brothers and sisters to the store and they're working things out. You've got the kids in at night after helping the day going out with their friends and everyone feels accomplished. There's a balance going on. So while we're actually saying this is how it should get done or this can help make it easier, there are a lot of people actually listening and doing it and they're finding the preparations for Pesach Yes, there's a lot, but not overwhelming. The difference between a lot is that the parent will go to sleep and tell either the husband or the children, finish the work, or there will just be enough for the next day. Or they're doing it knowing that we for sure won't get done anyhow. So it's okay, because once we get to let's say there's somehow everything is done, and we always forget something. Those are just the realities and the facts. Everything always gets done, and we always forget something. So I would like to finish at least with this concept, just discussing the part of that people are listening, people are hearing shiurim, they are now a safer that came out that's even telling you one of the basic halachas of Pesach, and then you could add on all the chumras and all the minhagim. But first, what does Hashem want of us in basics, and then how Christ will add it on minhagim, and let's understand that, and is bringing in a calmness and a happiness. And Yantav Pesach, in my opinion, is from the, one of the nicest yom that are out there. You're together, you're singing, it's cheros, it's eating the matzah. It's such an emotional, beautiful yantiv, truly magnificent. And I'm so glad to hear that people are feeling that way. And we're still discussing it to those that are getting overwhelmed, that are trying to do too much or everything at once. That's what we're trying to create, the awareness. Pace yourself a little at a time. It will be okay. I just spoke to someone today that told me they actually decided to do the opposite effect. Instead of preparing for Pesach early, they decide they're going to prepare for Pesach.
some have a Pesach kitchen and they can cook early, and some want the other way around. They'll do a week before all the cleaning, whatever they could, or a week and a half before, and then three, four days before they do all the cooking. Again, remember, everything is right as long as it works for you and you enjoy it and you feel the happiness in it. Uh, we are going to go to Mrs. G, and the number to call in is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. Mrs. G, you're on with yeah, Mordecai and Harav Nissen. Thank you so much. Um, you're welcome. I wanted to give you uh, feedback. You Please, we always enjoy A while those. ago, there was, um, I'm not sure if it was on this program, the other one, but I listened to both of them. And there was a woman that called up, and she was saying how someone heard her a while ago, and is very, she can't can't talk to the person, and she's um, she and you, you told her that she should just call up the person. Why don't you just call up the person and just tell her straight out, and you'll see that you know the other person probably will say, "I'm so sorry, I didn't realize that." You know, and so yeah. she she yeah, said, so like, even for, for my mother-in-law," and you said, "Of course, for your mother-in-law, even for Rob, even for anyone," and. So I just, you know, I took that in, and it didn't affect me right then. And then a little while later, um, something came up, and it broke back memories of when our family rubbed. I felt like she really, really didn't understand me for whatever it was, a few different things. You said a family um, rub didn't understand you? Yeah, we had like the family rub. I went to speak to them about something when I was a single, when I was a while ago, like talking about years ago. And um, and my husband said, you know what, I I was thinking why I should just call him. Like all of a sudden that came back to me. And um, I made the phone call, and I called him, and you were so red. He just he said, well, I'm so, so sorry, and he didn't know. I was, I was crying on the phone. It felt so good just to, like, hear that from him, all that pain and all that, all those years. And all he said was, I'm so sorry. Wow, I really, I really didn't realize I didn't see it from your, from your son. And you're right, and it was just, it was so amazing. And I felt like just calling you and telling you and amazing the awareness that you're doing, you really changed Can you people. share with everyone how you felt? For an example, you felt so relieved after. Would you now amazing. pull back hung, this rub? Do you respect phone. this rub now? Yeah, I mean, I always, yeah, it was, it was really amazing. Yeah, instead of being upset at him, I felt like, wow, he's such a special person. He had the power to say, I'm sorry, and he said he did something wrong. Everyone's human. Rob is human. We all make mistakes. And it was a, such a good feeling for me to hear it straight from him. That I hung up the phone. I felt like, a huge stone, like, rolled up my heart. All those memories were coming back, and, like, all those memories now were, like, rechanneled into this, you know, way of thinking that he just didn't understand me. And it was, like, you know, even though I was so pained then, it was so hard, but um, it, it really felt so good. Even now, every time I think it, you know, he's still involved, and I, I showed him, I told him that not always you see the whole way for whatever reason, like, there's other sides also, and it just felt so good to, you know, tell him, and he understood. It was It was really amazing. So, because this is a very important point that you said, and I want to hear what you'll say about this, but what I want to create is this idea that when a leader says, I made a mistake, so imagine a parent when they really did make a mistake, did you feel that you lost the respect or they gained more respect? No, for sure, for sure they gained respect, for sure, without a question. In my eyes, I don't know. Yeah. Now, can you explain to us why? Because so many people go, but if a person apologizes, they should lose the respect. What was gained by apologizing? To be able to apologize that you made a mistake, and we all make mistakes. I mean, no one's perfect. If we'd be perfect, we wouldn't be here. But um, everyone makes mistakes, and the fact that he was able to say it, like, so right away, he didn't even have to, he just 
upset. He was so sorry, and it was it was really it was such a good feeling for me, you know, to hear it, and it was amazing. Yeah, excellent. Very, well, very important. So Nissa, what would you like to share with this beautiful, positive message? Uh, Reb Mordechai. Yeah. Or, or one second, one second, please, Mordechai. Sure. Okay. He also wants him here, and he's not um, available for this moment. Um, sure. There's so many other things that that you do that you make. I'm just one person that's calling up and having the, the guts to like tell you exactly what happened. But I'm sure there's so many people out there. The awareness that you're creating is really, really amazing, and it should really be close to your father and summer and to your family, and for, it's, it's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, it does mean a lot to me, and that's why I highlight these messages for two reasons. A, it gives me the chizik to go further, as you're saying, that I don't know how many people are listening or where they are listening from. I just know from one little area, just from my phone line, but I have no idea from the radios or when people are calling up in different areas or when people pass on information in different areas. So that's a real schos. But most importantly, that when I hear the way you're able to work out with the Rav, this is so important to me because I feel that we need to be connecting to our Rabban and we need to be to put back the beauty of the Rabbanim. I shouldn't say to restore because it was always there, but for us to realize that and for us to realize that if we have difficulties with people, speak to them. They want to work it out. The G'daylam are there for that and sometimes they made a mistake. Many times we'll see they didn't. It was us. And that's okay. Yeah. So speaking it out, working it out, bringing shalom ba'ilam is is something that's so nice, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he ended up the conversation saying, if there's anything, please call me anytime. I'm, I'm really here for you. And it was so amazing because I felt so not understood. Like, I really, and he, he was really, the whole time he just meant to care, and he just didn't know the whole story for whatever the reason was, but it was it was really amazing. So, everyone, you could do it. <laughs> if there's anyone that you feel is upset at you or, or you're upset at them, you could. You could make the phone call. I'm a regular person. <laughs> you know, I did it, and it was really amazing. Such a good feeling. Wow, wow. You, you see the you. motive. If I can, you can. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. Not exactly. Yes. It's very Thank important. Thank you so much. And have a, a yep. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. And we are yeah. going to go to Mr. C. And this is, will be the last caller. Yes, with the last call. Mr. C, you're on with Mordechai and Harav Nissen. One second. Hello? Mr. C. Hello? Yes, you hear me? Yes, we hear you. You're coming out a little distant. Okay. Hello, now is there? Harav Nissen, what do you yeah, say it's, to it's this? Okay. It's okay. You can walk, You can step another further, two, two, two steps further. <laughs> further. Yeah, you can get oh. closer. Sounds like you're on a speakerphone. Is there a way you can pick it up? No, not a speakerphone. It's a cell phone. Okay, okay. Okay, go ahead. So let's hear what's going okay, on. Okay, so first I want to tell you, um, tell you thank you very much. And you're welcome. And I'm getting a lot from your... All radio shows I hear every every uh, weekly my every week this shiram. Thank you. And again a lot special special, but I want to highlight the concept from can't uh, say no for for other. That means yes for my That's right, needs. That we and need to say yes. We need not, to learn not the balance. Always and when no. we actually say no, we're really saying yes. 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 And it's it's really helped me in this concept. 
we had it, we hit it every week, week week after week, and it's getting in my mind. Thank you, thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. Also, uh, regarding a call from a teacher last week, I don't remember um, about a selected muted. Yes, we've had that about a selective mute, about a kid that did not want to speak, and we're sharing with a teacher different stuff that she can do. First, understand to create a safety, and the girl does speak at home. She just doesn't speak in school, so we're discussing about maybe spending some one-on-one time with her, having her speak. Yes. Yes, and I'm a Malamut, and I have I have one uh, child like this, very, very shy, and he's uh, sitting on his place and not talking to nobody, also not to me. Yeah. So what I what I did was that I go over to the home from the child and I was playing for a half hour with him toys. From wow, that's from, brilliant. Uh, talking to this boy and and that make a big big change. The next the next uh, day he come and uh, hide it. He, he he look on me that I'm I'm apart from his uh, family, so it's the picture is out of the picture. So yes. So what you're saying so, is that one of the steps you did to get the kid to feel safe to talk to you or to talk in class was you went over to his house. So once he felt you're part of the family, you're there, it's safe, and he could talk to you in his safe environment. Then you were able to transfer over the safety for him to feel it in yeshiva. That's right. Brilliant. Fantastic. Yes. Make a big change. Yes. Thank you. Ravnissa, what do you say to this idea? It's uh, really it's, um, excellent. You know, I, I wish that all the teachers are using it, you know, and just uh, working with the kid. Basically, it's individual with any, every kid, you know. Create yeah. the safe zone for each kid and create a, a self, I, I would say, a a relationship between the, the the rabbi and the teacher and the school, and then they come total different personality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few years ago, and now I'm still the um, I still um, um, meet the child. I found him um, once uh, once a year. He have a smile when he see me from ear to ear. Wow! Beautiful. Very, 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 very encouraging. Thank you for that. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank Amen. Thank you. Okay. I consider that the for this. Mordechai. Hello. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now it's okay. Your line was a little bit uh, shattered down. You know. Ah, okay, so, you so can I just want to say that this time we're going to be finishing now for before Pesach, next Metzhem, next week, Monday night, is going to be the Lel Seder. Yes. And we doubt that we should still have the Geula, but Nisan Ligol, Nisan Nisan Ligol, Hashem can still send the Geula Shalema. Yes, Amen. Be'ezad Hashem, we'll celebrate in Yerushalayim with Korban Pesach this year. Yes, Amen. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you to our dear listeners, and really apologize about the line, the phone lines, as it shows us how many how many of us listen to us, and it's really stunning that uh, really above above five thousand people right listen and on the seven one two numbers and it's 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 not normal. Yeah. Baruch Hashem, Chazde Hashem, and Bezal Hashem. As as we see, I say all the time, 
הכל לטובה, everything is for good, and we will be stronger and better. אמן, that's it. Excellent, thank you. Thank you, Rabbi. Hatzlacha, be well. חג כשר ושמח.